Welcome in. Happy Thursday, everybody. Uh, it is the Bill Michaels Show. Getting Bill online here, uh, dealing with... Apparently, there's a power outage at his uh, his fine home city, which uh, I have. I guess I've never dealt with. I don't really understand completely. Like someone just runs into a power line and suddenly the power's out forever. Hi, Ben. There he is. There we go. How you doing? Well, good. Uh, I, I, I was going to rant about power <laughs> outages for 10 minutes. Oh, I can rant for a lot longer than that if you want me to. Um, so I woke up this morning at about, um, uh, actually, the, the outage woke me up. I heard a pop. Uh, like, you know, like when your speakers or stuff pop when you shut something off. And I heard that. I don't know why I woke up, but I did. And then I heard your my cable box reboot, and it went, zzz, you know, and then it went out again. And the power's been out since about quarter to seven this morning, and which means both of our backup plans. So I've got one input for Internet and then another input for Internet. It, they both work or will work as uh, my house, uh, you know, because of the studio and such, I put a generator system in, and the generator kicked in. It's good, but we are running strictly off of tower to tower to satellite to cell to whatever. So the show may sound a little funny today, and they're hoping they kept saying they would get it back on by 930. That never happened. So we're waiting to find out. But uh, nevertheless, I've got uh, I've got lights. I've got computers. I've got everything running. Everything seems to be, you know, okay. But uh, just, uh, you know, if you're if you're on the stream or if you're, you know, listening over the air and something cuts out, well, you know, if it gets bad, then Ben's going to take the show. If it doesn't, then here we are. So uh, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, two two big things, really three big things. Uh, one is, Ben, I'm sure at this point in time you are glued to the coverage of the PGA Championship. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who would I be to do that, Bill? <laughs> do you know me to be that guy? So that's first and foremost. I do know you to be that guy. Uh, you're probably in golf pants today or maybe sitting there with, uh, you know, a club in your hand or, you know, a visor on or, you know, a pullover that uh, has some kind of golfing attire to it. So I, I, I would imagine you might have wore spikes in to the studio today. You, you get geeked up. I don't blame you. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, today... Uh, the Brewers blanked last night. Um, man, I, how do you go quietly into that good night? I mean, nothing. Just shut out. Not a, not a good look to go out of St. Louis that way. However, you have split the season series. You're each at uh, a couple of wins, a couple of losses, that type of thing. So you won two out of three at home. You lost two out of three on the road. Uh, they get blanked three to nothing last night. Corbin Burns did not have a bad night uh, because people are saying, wow, Burns gave this up. It doesn't matter if you're not going to score runs. I thought Burns had a hell of an outing. And Corbin Burns, again, the uh, victim of uh, a lack of run production. So uh, that was uh, that was a little disheartening. Now they face the Tampa Bay Rays, who, <laughs> short of facing Cincinnati, have beaten the hell out of everybody. Bay. And so you've got that going on. This discussion I heard on the morning show uh, when we kicked in the generator this morning, and this was actually a discussion that took place on Good Morning Football is that the Green Bay Packers, the 2023 version of the Green Bay Packers, after 30-plus years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, are now 
quote, a better football team today. Let that sink in for a minute. The Green Bay Packers, 2023 Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love under center. After 30-plus years of Hall of Fame football, are now, without Aaron Rodgers, a better team. That was actually a discussion. I almost drove off the road. Now, I I admit I had uh, my earpiece in this morning. I decided to go to the gym because I didn't have power here and couldn't do a treadmill or anything, no electric. So I went to the gym, and I am listening this morning with my headset, and on my phone I can get my I can get TV. So I've got TV on and I'm listening and I'm and I was driving back from the gym and they said, "Yeah, there's the discussion that, you know, the specter of Hall of Fame play and the specter of Aaron Rodgers and the heaviness that he brought to the locker room and the heaviness that he brought to the organization and, you know, cowarding around and tiptoeing around the feelings and thoughts of Aaron Rodgers and now they're a better football team because now everybody can just play." Okay. That's when I got into the uh, this has to be. Not, and I'm not a big fan of using the terminology of clickbait, but that has to be clickbait. It's like, come on, man. You cannot even begin to believe that. Can't begin. So, Ben, can you make an argument that the Packers are better today than they were last season? Yeah, I can. Uh I don't think it has to do with the reasons. Yeah, I don't think it has to do with the reasons you just mentioned. And I I guess I would argue it maybe taking away the quarterback spot. Like, I can't argue that love is that they're suddenly better at quarterback. So if that is the reason people say that everything is downhill and they're worse, then I get it. I can't argue against it. But I go back Mm -hmm. to every move made this offseason, I think, improved the football team. I think their 53-man roster, 1-53, to this coming year, will be clearly better than it was last year. That's where I would start. That, that I can go along with. That, I can, that 100% I can, I can agree with. So, short of the – and again, short of the quarterback position, they are a better football team today than they were at the end of last season. That – I could probably go along with. I don't know. Uh, I do like the fact that the only guy that I thought was stable last year out of all the veterans that are no longer here, uh, well, taking Mason Crosby out of the mix, because Mason Crosby, 49 yards and in, was money. The only guy that I thought had a good season last year, and people might go crazy on this, was Randall Cobb when he played. I thought he had a good season last year. He still showed that he's got it. He still showed that he can pick up a first down. He still showed that he can take a hit, but you always know that he's going to end up with an ankle injury or a hamstring injury, and he's going to be down three to four games, and that's that's what it is. But the that he had a good season as a, uh, a, a, a good possession receiver. That I'll go along with. Beyond that, Mercedes, not a great season. Tanya, not a great season. Lazard, not a great season, even though he was, you know, numbers of catches and stuff wise, but there was really nobody else you're throwing to on the consistent. Uh, He's not a breakout guy. Um, And you start going through that whole list, and it's like, you know, they're younger. They're probably 
whether it's better this year or next or the year after, they're probably better at the tight end position. They're probably, probably going to be better at the wide receiver position. Their offensive line is stable and back and intact. Defensively speaking, I think I I really like some of the moves that uh, Brian Gutekunst has made. And now what you're doing is you're hoping that the last year's draft choices um, really kind of come on. So all of that, uh, I 100% agree with. But when you talk about predictions going into this season for being a better football team, I don't know how you can look at this team and go, they're a better football team. They're going to win more games because you're because I don't think those two correlate right now. I think talent-wise, they're better. Win-wise, they're the same or worse. Because it's going to take a while for the talent on this team to catch up to where it should be in wins. Is that is, is that kind of where you, what you're thinking and where you're going with all this? Well, no. I, I mean, I clearly predicted them to win 11 games, which I admit might be a little extreme. But I think the improved talent mm-hmm. will, will lead to an improved season. You also have to consider the context as to how they lost those games last year. Like, yeah, Jordan Love right. will not be better than Aaron Rodgers. But he could be much better than Rodgers was last year. Like, I, I argue for right. a chunk of the season, he was somewhat of a liability. Like, you go on the road to Detroit and throw three interceptions on the goal line where there are those moments that I think Love can improve mm-hmm. upon. And then because the talent is improved, I, I think inherently, yeah, they, they should be able to win more than eight games, even though their over-under is only set at seven and a half. And, and the unknown mm-hmm. comes with the young guys. Like, I, I'm not going to say the tight ends are going to be great or, or the new additions uh, at, at wide receiver will be great. But I think what we do know is that a lot of the guys that they lost were also lost from some of the worst units on the team, which inherently to me says right. somewhat of addition by subtraction. So I think roster, just total roster, they'll be better, which should lead to at least more opportunities to win games. Then we'll see if Love does it. I uh, I would probably go along with a lot of that. I, I, I couldn't argue with much of what you said. Because I think uh, getting rid of Amari, figuring out Keyshawn Nixon midseason was huge, figuring out your secondary and what their the plans are, uh, as we talked to Pete Doherty yesterday, I think is better. Uh, I think defensive front-wise, the subtraction, and I, I know this may not be popular, but the subtraction of Dean Lowry uh, with the addition of Devontae Wyatt and some of the other guys that they have picked up, T.J. Slayton, maybe he takes that step forward, I think better in the trenches. Um uh, so I would agree with all of that. And uh, Jerron Van Reed. S on the outside. And, and Ger- the, the, the uh, ex- exodus of Jerron Reed. Uh, the addition of Lucas Van Ness um, and maybe maybe uh, getting back a more than serviceable Rashawn Gary. And people get mad at me when I say that. It's only for the fact that you don't really play well or back to what you were until the year after you come back from an ACL injury. Um, there's very few freaks of nature out there like an Adrian Peterson who are able to come back and just be tenacious on the same, uh, on, you know, on, on that ACL tear coming back from it that particular year. It, it's very rare. We saw Elton Jenkins struggle until the end of the season. We saw Robert Tanya, and he just simply wasn't the same. So, and thus his exodus. So I, I don't expect Rashawn Gary to come back and just be a beast. It, it, if he is, that is icing on the cake. If he is, that's wonderful. But I just don't expect that out of Rashawn Gary. 
Um, I expect him to be kind of a rotational guy, just easing himself back in with Engabari, Lucas Van Ness, uh, and those guys. Uh, and then the other X factor there on the defense would be Stokes. And if he can come back and get back into the mix and get back close to what he was, that would be fantastic. And then to the other side, you've got a stable Elton Jenkins. You've got a stable David Bakhtiari. You've got a stable, uh, you know, center position in a and company and, and obviously, uh, you know, what's your right side of the uh, offensive line, depending on what you end up doing with it, with Yash Nyman at the right tackle position. Or I can't believe they're going to go with Zach Tom um, because Zach Tom's just not a right tackle. He's more of a guard. He can play out there in a pinch, but I, I but to have a stable offensive line and a stable back core, I'm good with that. It's, if you give him a little more time to throw, if you give him some more option outlets, uh, and, and this is a quarterback who just doesn't care. He just wants to throw to the open guy as opposed to Aaron Rodgers saying, you have to earn my trust and get on my level and you have to see all my jersey tugs and helmet taps and crotch grabs and everything else along with it. Uh, this is a guy who's just going to go out and run it. So m- maybe you can say pound for pound with the specter being lifted, yeah, you can look at a better, maybe a more talented team. But I don't necessarily think that that's going to translate into all of a sudden this is a 10-win, 11-win team. But, you know, again, but that was where they were going this morning. That They're a better team because of the specter of Aaron Rodgers not being a part of that. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, so next week you've got the, the OTAs, minicamp, all that kind of stuff uh, going on. Uh, speaking of Rodgers, he has stated in New York that, yeah, he's going to be around for the OTAs. But as they uh, stated this morning, I was listening to uh, um, the, the fan, WFAN, uh, out of New York. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be there. Uh, it's just he's going to be around. They don't know which one. He hasn't uh, – they haven't – they can't talk about it, I guess. Teams can't talk about it because they can't seem as if they're putting pressure on a player to be at what's considered a voluntary minicamp. So they can't really talk about it. If he's there, he's there. If he's not, he's not. So uh, a lot of the same stuff going on. In New York that we all witnessed here. There you have it. 877-867-1670. That's the phone number. Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us at Ben Z. Kenny as well. Uh, Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show. Facebook, same thing, The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, which, by the way, if you watched last night or you saw us over on Facebook, uh, you saw the uh, post. Uh, nice announcement last night via the motorcycle ride. Very, very excited about these things. Uh, you can subscribe for free on YouTube and Twitch TV, uh, simply Bill Michaels Show. Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website, thebillmichaels.com. You can listen to us anywhere and everywhere. Download and listen on WOZN, the Zone Madison app. Find us on the app. You can also listen to the Bill Michaels Show after the fact on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Pod, Google Podcasts as well, and wherever you get your fantastic podcast. One thing we've got to do when we come back, we're going to get back into the Packers talk for sure, but uh, we left it short yesterday. Today I have made my pick, Ben, for the PGA Championship. So uh, I put a little money down with my cousin earlier today. Uh, Him and I were texting back and forth because he lost money to me on the John Rahm pick for the Masters. So I have made my pick for the uh, for the PGA Championship. So I'll tell you what that is when we come back and you give me yours. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
Uh, John Antley and the staff over there, they have done a tremendous job, not only uh, with the water softening system, which is the Connecticut water softening system, but they have stepped up as one of the primary sponsors uh, of our motorcycle ride. Yesterday, we made the announcement uh, for pre-registration that is going to open up on Monday, this coming Monday. Uh, So uh, Monday, 9 a.m., pre-registration for the motorcycle ride is going to open, and this year, uh, the water doctors stepped up. Not only are they going to have some on-site premise, but they uh, are also going to uh, step up as the uh, primary sponsor of the band this year that we are going to have. And we are still um, finalizing some of those details as well. But uh, John Antley and his staff have done a tre- tremendous job, and we can't say thanks enough to them. They really wanted to be a part uh, of the ride and helping veterans. He's got a a cause like that near and dear to his heart. So if you are looking for a water softening system, which is the Connecticut water softening system, which by far is the best, and I've got it in my home. I, I put my money where my mouth is. Get a hold of John anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733, or simply go to H2, the letter O, H2Odoctors.com, and you can see for yourself. But thanks to them, as yesterday we made the announcement that uh, the pre-registration opens up uh, this coming Monday. And this year, tremendous package. Uh, We are going to have three packages that are going to be made available for any, only for the people that pre-register for the motorcycle ride. One is a weekend stay with us, myself, Mike Clemens, when we go on the road, when the Packers take on the Bears at Soldier Field for the start of the Jordan Love era. We got two tickets to the game, hotel room, Saturday night stay at the Sheridan Grand Chicago Riverwalk, and it's going to be a blast. Also, uh, my friend from uh, Louisville, Kentucky, who runs the Bourbon Festival down there, got us some really good bourbons and whiskeys uh, straight out of uh, Kentucky, along with a box of cigars, and we've got a bourbon whiskey cigar basket. And plus, another package is kind of a getaway package. It's champagne, it's glassware, and a two-night weekend stay at the Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin. Not one of these prizes is under 600 bucks. So those three things are going to be drawn the day of the ride, but it's only for those who pre-register during the motorcycle or, or uh, for the motorcycle ride. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, so it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, Water Doctors stepped up in a big part of it, and we made that announcement yesterday. So we're really, really, really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. 877-867-1670. Ben, who do you have in this year's PGA Championship? Well, I, I'm not going to say the guy who's currently leading uh, through nine holes. I, I, I won't go with any of the guys okay. that are playing right now. I'll go with an afternoon one to keep it uh, – to keep the – integrity of this he's not going to win but i'm picking tony finau for for pure uh, scar okay. tissue reasons i think he's playing great but uh he's been close and i want to see him win and he won't but i'm picking him. okay um go ahead no nothing 
Oh, um, so I have got Colin Morikawa. What do you think? Let's see. He's currently tied for third, one under through four. <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, uh, well, here, it's a good here's head. A, I, it, well, I can, I, I can give you the text uh, from last night. I went with Morikawa. No, I, I uh, started, I actually, Colin, Colin or not Colin, um, um, Annie North uh, and Curtis Strange were talking. And I was listening to some of that discussion, and I flipped over to the Golf Channel. And I was, first of all, he's got a couple of majors under his belt. And then secondly, uh, he hits the ball as straight as anybody when you start to look at fairways hit and, and such. And this is not a course in which you want to get off the fairway uh, because it is thick. They said that uh, the rough is thick. And it's tough to hit out of and such. He's one of the best ball strikers. He's been there, done that. Uh, but when it comes to keeping it in the, in the fairway, he's one of the better guys at it. And he's hitting the ball right now on tour, third best when it comes to fairways. So I thought, you know, he's been there, done that, hitting the ball straight. And, of course, it demands that you hit it straight. I'm going to go with Colin Morikawa. And that's what I, that's what I did. So I, I went with him last night. So even though he is somewhat there. Uh, but nevertheless, that's what I went with. So we'll see. See what happens. Good pick. Yeah, I, I'll believe you that you picked him last night. <laughs> the only problem is he can't putt. He's an atrocious putter. That's true. Which which you hope that just doesn't matter. Because there are moments, there, there are rounds where you just still make everything. So we'll see. I mean, he, he's kind mm -hmm. of in line with Tony in that way. Yep. They hit the ball great, and they are just terrible, mm -hmm. terrible putters. Uh, Daniel just, uh, tweeted me or not tweeted me, um, hit me up, uh, via email. And he says, uh, Hey Bill, uh, Colin Morikawa, he is, he is right now. Daniel's listening to the program on an app. He is at one of the Oasis gas stations in Chicago, uh, coming around Chicago says Colin Morikawa, my pick as well. Does anybody even give a damn that gas in Chicago is $4 and 25 cents? Uh, Daniel, I, I, no, it's, it, it always sucks. Like I've said, if there's ever a time that, you know, you really need nuclear testing. You know, you really you just need to put your finger on the button and just try it to see if it still works, you know. You can start with Chicago. Just blow that damn place up. It's a pain in the ass to get around. It's been under construction for, uh, well, I've been here now going on, it's my 24th year in this state, uh, 80, 90, 94, 80, 90, whatever, has been under construction the entire time. Uh, down there on the uh, Illinois-Indiana border. Uh, the tollways suck. Um, when they when you do miss a toll payment uh, for $2.75, send you a, a fine of $72. And on the check that I send down there, I usually write a GFY, uh, and then I pay the $2.85. Um, yeah, the whole place sucks. So if it's $4.25 for gas in Chicago, that, you know, that's okay. I mean, it's so bad the Bears are moving out of Chicago. Let's be honest, okay? It's so bad the Bears are moving out of Chicago. They have said, you know, this just sucks. This place sucks. This town sucks. The whole thing sucks. They're going to riot in the streets and blame the buildings for being there, you know? So it's just the whole place sucks. So I, I, I really don't care because I never stop for gas. I never, other than the one oasis, Mike Clements likes to go to Sabaro. 
uh, and eat Italian food, <laughs> get pizza. Other than that, I really try not to patronize too much anything in Chicago. I do go to the House of Blues. I do, when we go to town, we stay at the Sheridan Riverwalk, and we'll get dinner somewhere in that area. But for the most part, yeah, I'm not, I'm not walking a whole lot of streets of Chicago anymore. Not to mention, you don't even remember being there anymore. Because with pot being legal, my God, have you smelled the streets? Holy mackerel. The contact buzz is amazing. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you uh, if you want to give us uh, a call. So let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break. We're going to come back, and uh, we're going to get back into our discussion uh, regarding the Green Bay Packers, where some say it's actually better. They're actually going to be a better football team today than they were a while ago, than they were at the end of the season last year. Stick around. we got a lot more Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back, the Bill Michael Show. Continuing on. Good Thursday to you. Hey, our friends at Master Z's reminding you, if you're looking for patio furniture right now is the time. I know the weather got cold yesterday and the day before, and it's now going to start warming up. And if you start to look at the long-term forecast, the consistency of warmer weather, it's going to be in our future for uh, quite some time. So uh, hopefully this is the beginning of summer. And if you're looking for patio furniture, Adirondack chairs, fire pits, both gas and wood, if you're looking for grills, accessories, uh, patio table umbrellas, just a little bar set, whatever it may be for your outdoor living space. People come from all over the state of Wisconsin to our friends at Master Z's on Blue Mound Road in Brookfield. 262-746-5931, and their motto is, see it today, have it tomorrow. Because uh, and, and that's true. They have a massive showroom. You can go in and sit down and stuff. You can touch it you can feel it you can smell it you can just look at it see how it's going to kind of envision it to see how it's going to look on your patio call them 262-746-5931 for in-store specials and everything that they have to offer and if you're looking for something inside pool tables shuffleboard dartboards all the accessories to all of that stuff and more even arcade games video games they have that too Get a hold of Master Z's on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, 262-746-5931, The the Green Bay Packers, 8-9 last year, and with Aaron Rodgers uh, and the broken thumb and everything that was going on, uh, driving around this morning, there's discussion that the Packers are actually a better football team right now. And Ben and I kind of went through position by position and group by group as to maybe the player personnel is better, at least at this point in time on paper, I don't know if it's going to equate to more wins. And uh, as many of you have put, the the X factor in all of this is obviously Jordan Love. So I understand uh, everybody's trepidation to say they're actually better, but personnel-wise, you can maybe make an argument that, you know, what they did to restock and retool this team, um, you know, is it makes it a better personnel depth-wise team. And I don't know. Ben, did we ever determine how much money they're going to have to spend next year when it comes to 
um, the depth of that's uh, their their salary when uh, because Rogers' numbers are going to come off the books. But there was like Ken Ingles was saying they're going to be short, and Andy Herman said they're going to have money. And I mean, obviously, the truth is probably going to lie somewhere in between. But do we ever determine what the amount of money is that they're going to have to spend next year in free agency? No. And part of that is we don't know what a Rashawn Gary extension looks like. Right. So I okay. I don't know. But maybe not as much as we I wonder think initially. If Ken Angles, right. Maybe Ken Angles took into account the possibility of extensions for specific players. Uh, maybe that's what he did. Um, so um, in 2024, I don't know what – after this offseason, after this season, the 2023 season – I don't know what it is that they're going to have to in totality to spend um, when it comes to the availability of money for free agency. But you got to think that as this younger talent and knock on wood that Goody's picking right um, as the younger talent starts to come of age that, you know, this team has become refortified. And like many of you have stated, then it is – you know, the X factor is Jordan Love. If Jordan Love's a real deal, then you're you're right back in the, the swing of things. If Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt, some of the guys up front, Lucas Van S, you know, can take over and suddenly you can, you know, flip-flop if indeed you get rid of Preston Smith at some point in time. And once Devontae Campbell leaves, does Quay Walker get paired up with somebody else and, you know, just age as well. And, you know, a lot of big ifs there. But if it's all been correct, then you would have to say that, um, you know, barring a few few holes that maybe can be filled via free agency, maybe this team's right back in it in a year or so. So uh, I, I think there's reason for a lot of optimism, but I don't know just just as of yet. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, JJ says, kind of mind-boggling, Goody talking up Davis, now Torre, but they both could very well be uh, beat out of their positions. Yeah. Everybody's great this time of year. Ben, you love this time of year, don't you? Because this is the time of year when best shape of my life, never felt better, right? I mean, <laughs> this is where, you know, everybody's going to make the jump. Everything's optimistic. Uh, all the white smoke is coming out of 1265 where it's, you know, fun and happiness, and it all smells like uh, cherry blossoms, right? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, reporters asking about the characteristics of long snapping, things of that nature. Long snappers <laughs> even in the best shape of their life. You hate that, don't you? I don't hate it. I just like. Yes, I don't do. know. I don't care. Yes, you seriously. Do. Like, uh, unless it's a problem and we see it during a game, I don't need to know the name of the long snapper. Being completely honest, the 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 only reason the long snapper and such come into play is because. It was problematic two years ago, and the process was screwed up. So suddenly we got in detail what needs to be velocity, spin rate, placement of the football, which is the reason Pat O'Donnell was so good with Mason Crosby because he and Mason were like just symbiotic, man. They were on the same page. And, I mean, when it came to tilting the football in the correct direction, when it came to spinning the laces in the correct direction, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, and I, there's a science to it. It's not just a matter of putting the laces straight forward. 
It's a matter of if the wind is blowing from right to left and you know the ball's going to hook left, you tilt the laces a little bit to the right to bring the I ball really to the right. Care. So that way if you're kicking it straight, right? I But you do because there's a science to it. And put it this way, if your kicker is missing kicks because of the process, then you want your kicker run out of town. Then your kicker sucks, he can't hit, he's, he's, he's choking, and but it's it could be because of the process and not necessarily because of the actual kicker. So we got into the science of place kicking and long snapping, and now it's become part of the nomenclature when we've got to ask about it. So that's the reason that it became prevalent. But uh, I understand where you're coming from. You're just like, you know, I don't. But it's it's points in the grand scheme of things. When you think about it, there is no higher scorer on your team than your kicker. So it's points. Yeah, and if you, you're missing and your process is screwed up, then you're taking points off the board, you know? Uh, William says, hey, guys, why can't this team be a better team this season? 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play is a platitude some people just can't get past. Rodgers was holding them back. End of story. Last year, I would say I can see that. I don't know. I I I get. I can't wait for somebody to either write a tell-all or somebody behind the scenes to break the silence and just at a at a conversation, having a beer and a cigar, say what the hell was going on, and have them just say this is what was happening. That there was because something. I said it last year. How many times, Ben, did I say there's something going on behind the scenes that we just don't see? Very often, many times. Often, often. It was just a weird year last year with, you know, with Matt LaFleur becoming semi-milk toast. You know, just all of a sudden he just lost his 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 grit. And it, it, everybody kissing the ass of Aaron Rodgers, and it seemed clicky, and it, it seemed at times like guys were, you know, stepping away from comments and, there was just something weird going on, and we couldn't put our fingers specifically on it, but we knew there just was something that wasn't right with the Green Bay Packers. And you could tell in the offense. You could tell early on in the season. You could tell – I mean, you could – it was evident when you watched that team get their ass handed to them in the Dome in game one. And there was just so much weirdness to the season. And then – came the the trip to London, which to me was more of uh, the defining moment. The trip to London, the two different messages, one from the head coach, one from the one from Aaron Rodgers, um, the the poor play, the soft um, defensive play calling, the then the broken thumb that happened and then the unwillingness to step aside and let and which is really weird because if you got a broken thumb and you couldn't handle the football, which is what you know, the, the assessment was that, you know, getting under center was, you know, painful. Well, then why didn't you just take a week or even two and let them sit out? And then the three interceptions near the goal line in the Detroit game and then the comments and you know, I just, things just began to spin, you know? And you're never, you know, Kyle says, what about Bakhtiari? You're never going to get David Bakhtiari to spill the beans. He's, Never. I mean, he may spill the beans in the negative light against the franchise 
Now, I don't know for sure. I mean, I don't want to sit here, but you've heard him distance himself in a conversation before where it's them and they and the Packers and the team. But I don't think you'll ever get David Bakhtiari ever to spill the beans in a very honest light uh, about Aaron Rodgers. Maybe there's nothing to spill. That I don't know. But you're never going to get, if there is, you're never going to get it from him. You would be more likely to get it from a lineman, uh, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. I mean, Aaron Jones is all Packers all the time. All Packers all the time. And that's the reason people love him. But you may get be more likely to get it from them or a guy like, say, Kenny Clark um, or one of the young guys, you know, one of the young guys who don't, don't know anybody better and they really don't have an allegiance to Aaron Rodgers. He's just the old dude that just left the locker room. They only saw him for one year. They have no allegiance there. So you may see something like that, but you're never going to get it from David Bakhtiari. Never. Never going to happen. Not unless him and Aaron Rodgers have some kind of a uh, a falling out or something like that. But otherwise, no, nope, never. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Social House. West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. They have the Tiger Burger on the menu. They just changed their menu up a couple of months ago, and it's proven to be a success. There's the meatball, uh, the meatball sub, the Tiger Burger, which is what I love. Uh, they've got the mashed potato bites on the appetizer list. They have so many different things. And go over and try it for the food. But as we know, coming up on the weekend, you got some music. Sunday, they have afternoon Sunday fun days. They uh, also, in, in, on Sunday mornings, you go in and get a cocktail, a Bloody Mary, free pancakes on Sunday morning. Oh, it's so good. That's our friends at the Social House. West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Tell Dan Dell and his staff we... Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We continue on. 877-867-1670. Flat Smack says Favre would have probably won a couple more Super Bowls if we would have let him play out his career in Green Bay. But we went with 12 instead. Uh, well, you had to. First of all, no. I don't believe that. Because Favre had... Favre had kind of had it with the organization. The organization had kind of had it with Favre. And Favre was just as much uh, of a diva at the end as Rodgers was. So, no, that wouldn't have happened. And um, I remember going back to when Favre was – Mike Sherman was the head coach, and Favre threw a pick. And Sherman was pissed because Favre threw to the wrong receiver, and Favre said, what are you going to do about it? At that point in time, after Brett's dad passed, there was kind of the, I don't know how to put this. It's kind of like he lost his rudder. You know, he just was kind of doing his own thing. So, I no, that's, that's not true. That is Favre idolization. And F- let's be honest, Favre had his absolutely best opportunity to win a Super Bowl the year after they won the Super Bowl. Tim says Rogers has been a, has been a diva far longer than Favre ever was. Wrong. Favre was like seven years 
into that. No, no, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. You, people people f- for, forget because Favre's got this iconic stature now because uh, time has kind of healed the wounds. People forget 2003 and 4 and 5 and 6 and 7 and, you know, the emotions of because I got here in 99. And Favre had, had even contemplated the retirement question in 99 when Ray Rhodes was here. He started talking about, well, a few more years and this and that. And then Ray Rhodes is fired. In comes Mike Sherman. And it was like Mike's second year. And Favre was talking about retirement. And then it was 2003, talking about retirement. And then, you know, that's when... They said, okay, let's start thinking about the possibility of the future. And then, obviously, the 4th and 26 happened down in Philadelphia, which Ben remembers. But Favre was – Favre, when Favre – I don't know the year. And if somebody knows, please help me. It might have been 2004 when Favre was uh, on the field in Chicago – and they had, I think it was Susie Colbert at the end of the game, and he broke down and talked about the end of his playing career and such. And John Madden said, I, I, there's a guy who's not playing anymore. He, he's, I think he's retiring. And um, I think it was 2004. And then they drafted Rodgers. And that, for a short period of time, lit the fire under so it was 2004 but Favre had talked about the possibility of retiring because remember we were it was the joke it was like 2003 2002 2003 2004 then they draft Rodgers 2005 2006 2007 because we were on quote tractor watch remember that we were on tractor watch 2006, somebody said it was, Pac-Fan says it's 2006 when they were at Chicago and he had to cry. Uh, regardless, but we were well on tractor watch before that. Because I remember we used to make a joke about it when I was on the network. We would literally play the motor of a tractor that we had gotten as a sound effect and we would just play it. And, you know, we would just, you know have a Favre discussion while the tractor was running. Because remember, his comments were, I would just like to jump on my John Deere and go, you know, mow my back 40. So, I mean, that was it. Um, And as far as the diva goes, social media wasn't the same back then. Twitter wasn't even out back then. Twitter wasn't even out. So you can't say that, that the, the, because people want to look at Rodgers as this unbelievable diva. It's because he's on Pat McAfee and you, you see the tweets and Instagram posts and all this kind of stuff. And no, I'm here to tell you uh, both. There, there's no bigger ego one over the other. When Favre came back that next year and he wasn't sure if he wanted to. And then he came back right when they opened the new atrium at Lambeau Field, because I was sitting downstairs at the atrium. We were doing the uh, the Fan Fest. And it was myself and Wayne Larravee. And 
Favre came walking out of the upstairs, and the place went nuts. Right then and there, Favre's ego went... <laughs> and it was bigger than Lambeau Field and bigger than the Packers. So don't, don't, no. No, no, no. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 